1071. Time and time and time and time again, when you hear of these attacks, so many times it falls right squarely on the shoulders of somebody who is on the left, representing the fascist state of the United States of America. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware here. It's Ware and Rima. Sean is off today, and I talked to him yesterday. He's feeling fine. Everything's uh, okay with him. And he uh, plans on being back here with me tomorrow morning. Meanwhile, we got a lot of ground to cover and just a little bit of time. So here we go. And the phones are open at 210-599-5555. You can call and or text me, and we'll jump into it at 210-599-5555. Let's talk about the shooting in Tennessee yesterday, and let's cover a lot of ground here. First of all, when these things started to happen years ago, I said the answer to this, to protecting people, protecting our children, is to harden the schools. I'm talking about schools that are on lockdown as long as there are children in there with armed guards inside the schools and steel doors that cannot be shot through. If I've said it once, I've said it 10 million times. Some guy by the name of John has been sending me texts this morning. He claims to be a conservative, but he says he's against the Second Amendment, doesn't believe in the Second Amendment. And he says, how do you plan on stop the killing? Well, John, I'll say it again 10 million times. You put these schools on lockdown as long as our children are in there. You take that money that you're spending all around the world, like places, Ukraine and whatever, and you spend it to harden these schools, and then you hire people with guns to be inside the school. And we ha- it's very clear here, guys. It's very clear. This person had mental issues. This person was a girl, 28 years old, believed she was a guy, or was pretending to be a guy toward the end of her life. This appears to me to be a suicide by a cop in a transgender terrorist act. Remember, they had just passed the law in Tennessee saying that hospitals are not allowed to cut the breasts off of minor girls and the penises off of little boys. And the trans community has gone crazy over that, and they're calling for a day of rage and a day of vengeance and get a firearm for your day of vengeance. That's what I call, that's my term. Now, you can call it whatever you, you want to, but I call it transgender terrorism. Now, if somebody on the right were to say that, boy, the proud boys, you'd go get them. You'd lock them up. But they don't do that on the left. The left can do whatever they want to. And I firmly believe that the left is okay with stuff like this going on because if this ever stopped, it'd be like, what would be their message? Then how could they force the message out there that innocent gun owners like you and me should have to give up our guns how can they force that message if they if they don't have this happening so hey look we're not going to harden the schools we're not going to put armed guards inside the schools because every time this happens they can push their message again that you mr and mrs innocent person in texas you have to give your gun up and the bottom line please The reason they want you to give your gun up is in a fascist state, they cannot control you as long as you're armed. And that is their goal, is for you to give your gun up. 210-599-5555. This person had a manifesto that said she wanted to go to another school, but that school, well, that school was well protected. That school had security. I'm not going there. Instead, I'm going to the school where I could shoot the door in and go inside with no armed guards. No armed guards inside that school. She knew that, and that's why she went there. Stop this lunacy, this idiocy, this stupidity of gun-free zones. Train people, arm people, and have them there. You do it at every bank in America. You do it at every sporting event in America. Do it at every school. And I don't care what happens to Ukraine. To hell with Ukraine. It's our children that matter. 
So you take that money and you put it into our schools and you protect our children. I've said it over and over again. This, I, I keep, I, you know, I'm blue in my face. But again, the people who are in charge, the fascists who run the country, meaning Joe Biden and all of them, they don't want it. They don't want to protect the kids. It's just like the the number one race baiter in America is Al Sharpton. Why? Because he gets paid when there's a racial incident. And if he can make up something about race and how white people hate black people in this country, then he gets money. That's how he survives. That's how he pays his bills on racism that doesn't exist in this country really anymore. But he pushes it in order to make money. It gives him a narrative. It's called a narrative. There is no such thing as an assault weapon, an assault rifle. There's no such thing. That is a political narrative meant to scare people so that you have to give your guns up. And when you give your guns up, the government then can control you. But how did they finally stop this guy or this this girl pretending to be a guy? How did they stop her yesterday? Two police officers, brave men. It took them 14 minutes to get there. Thank God they were there because they got there as quickly as they could. And they drew their weapon, and they heard her upstairs. And they went upstairs and found her, and they shot her and killed her. They didn't hide around the corner because she had an AR-15 assault rifle. They didn't hide around the corner as the guys in Uvalde did. God bless you guys, but you know what? You screwed up in Uvalde. You screwed up. These two, there wasn't 20 of them as were in Uvalde. There were two, two guys. And they went upstairs and found her and shot her dead. You're dead. And you know what? As bad as three children and three adults are, it could have been a whole lot worse had those two brave men not gone in there and said, we're going to kill you before you can kill anybody else. Now, how would it have been possible to save just one or two or maybe all of those people had we had an armed guard or several armed guards in that school now let's put it into perspective with all the billions we are sending into ukraine and all the billions we're sending to mexico and all the billions we're sending over to japan and all the buildings we're billions we're sending to guam and everywhere else on this planet the billions you don't think we could find a little bit of money to harden every school and to hire trained, proficient, armed guards in every school. Time and time again. When these people leave behind notes, they say they go to these schools because they know there's no resistance. They go to them because there's no resistance and they know it. They're going to find an open door. This woman had drawn maps and she knew exactly the door to go to to shoot it in, which is what she did. She shot that door in. You have to have steel doors like we have. Steel doors. And armed guards. And if anybody penetrates and gets inside, you're dead. We're not going to ask you how you're doing, what your day's going like. You're dead. You're not going to kill our children anymore. And, folks, you don't have to do that often. You don't have to do that many times. You don't have to have a bloodbath. You don't have to have a war. All you have to do is do that one or two, once or twice. Tell them that there's no such thing as a gun-free zone. There's a reason. There's a reason they don't go into banks. There's a reason... Back in the day, back before every bank had an armed guard inside, guess what? Bonnie and Clyde went at every bank in the world. Why? Because they knew they could. And now they just go to the schools. Why? Because they know they can. Ernie, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead, sir. Good morning, Trey. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, uh, Trey. Uh, 
uh, instead of those gun-free zones, they ought to have uh, signs that, 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 that indicate teachers are armed. Caution. Teachers are armed. I wouldn't even say caution. <laughs> I just say, you know what? We're armed, and we're, we're going to protect our children. And we will use deadly force to protect our children. That's all you got to do. Thank you, Ernie. Appreciate it very much. But but if that were to happen, then the left, the left, the people who are in charge, the fascist dictator who's running the country, would not be able to come out and scream at you about, you got to give up your gun. you got to give up your gun. That's like when the drunk driver kills somebody on a Friday night. you got to give up your car. you got to give up your car because the drunk driver killed somebody in Minneapolis. Right. Joe is a little bit psychotic at this point, jackass Joe. They rolled him out of bed, cut four, Jimmy, and they brought him downstairs. And they told everybody the president is going to make comments about this shooting in Tennessee. So they got him up. They woke him up. Joe, hey, come on downstairs, Joe. And they went on TV and they made a big deal. Well, the president is going to speak on the shooting in Tennessee, the school shooting in Tennessee, here's the president's comments on the school shooting in Tennessee. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. <laughs> Folks, uh, welcome to the White House. It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> They're your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. <laughs> all right. He did finally get around to saying... MAGA Republicans are killing people, and we need to get our guns away. You need to give up your guns. All right, Debbie and Pete, hold your line. I want to tell you about my friends at BG Products and what you ought to have in your vehicle, no matter what it is you drive, a big truck or a small car or something in between, foreign, domestic, gas or diesel, it doesn't matter. The BG Products are fantastic. I've been using them for a long time in our vehicles. In fact, where I go to have the oil changed, and anywhere that you go, whether it's a personal shop or you just go blow through one of these fast places, wherever you go to have your oil changed, they got it. Uh, more than about 98%, 99% of the shops around here carry BG, and if they don't, they'll get it. It's one of those things that shops just carry. You just ask to do the service. You don't buy it off the shelf and do it yourself. Most of that stuff is just watered down and really not worth your time or money. But BG, man, it's a difference maker. The protection inside the engine is like nothing I've ever seen. Tried it out in the race car, tore the engine apart, looked at the parts, and went, wow, this is amazing how well this stuff works. And when you use the fuel system cleaner, you're going to get better fuel mileage and increased performance for your vehicle. Again, whatever you drive. I put it in the motorcycle every once in a while just to clean everything out. I love it. It's called BG Products, bgfindashop.com. Partly cloudy today, 72. Cloudy tomorrow and 70. It's 66 now at KTSA. Good morning. Working the trouble spot. TSA and FM 1071. Straight to the calls, 210-599-5555. You can also text at that number, two. It's Warren Rima. Sean is off. He'll be back tomorrow. Hey, Pete, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Hey, uh, Trey, you know what? What's funny is I got friends that are, that are teachers, and they're pretty conservative. They're not your crazy typical what you see liberal teachers out there nowadays. And, you know, I brought up the whole thing about, hey, I'm all for 
or you know putting some veterans in in some you know some combat vets in some schools for uh, protection you know um, you know a, you know military veterans is in there and they were like wow man I can't believe you'd even say that and they were like oh man we don't need them there and you know they tried to pull the whole gun free you know school zone thing there and I'm like because that you know, works so know. well having a gun free zone works doesn't it Pete. Right, exactly. Look what happened in, in Uvalde. You know, you know what the problem with Uvalde was is they had that mentality. Oh, it'll never happen here. It just happens in the big city, and that's what happened. They screwed up. You know, where were where, where were somebody there to protect those students that was there on hand? Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it very much. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Debbie, go right ahead. I just want to remind San Antonio voters that. In San Antonio, if that was to happen, if this prop this justice charter passes, if we have policemen that can make this call, they're not going to be able to run in there and go toward the shooting and shoot that person. They're going to have to go back to their car or pull out their radio and talk to their news czar and discuss whether or not they can actually stop that shooting because they forgot to discuss if it's a man or woman or what's, how is that person before they can actually make that decision. And while that sounds totally ridiculous, it is what it's going to be. And I hope our voters keep that in mind because that's the city that we're about to create if that justice charter passes. Uh, there's so much more to it, too, Debbie. I'm going to get into it some more after the bottom of the hour. But, yes, I mean, technically they have to call their supervisor before they can make an arrest or make an advance like that. But the fundamental question, the fundamental issue concerning whether or not this kind of thing happens in San Antonio and the kind of response is when you don't have a police force, and in Austin the governor is now sending the DPS in to be the police force inside of Austin because their numbers have been so reduced, they have so fewer police officers in Austin. They don't have enough officers to to cover the the amount of crime in Austin, so DPS is now becoming the Austin police force. Now, I want you to stop and think about that, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this a lot after the bottom of the hour, and I'm going to take your calls about it. But this came out this morning from the, from the governor's office. The governor is sending the DPS troopers in to be the Austin police force because there's so few number of police officers in Austin now because of this. Because of Prop A type stuff, where they have gone soft on crime, police have been leaving Austin left and right. And they're not necessarily getting out of the business, although a lot of them are, but a lot of them are going to smaller areas around Austin. And that's where they're serving. Or they're just getting out of it altogether. Folks, that's going to happen here in San Antonio. And we'll talk more about that coming up here in a second. couple of texts. Good morning, Trey. You're exactly spot on about the liberal left not caring about our children. If people don't believe that statement, why are they pro-abortion, pro-grooming, pro-mutilation? You know, exactly right. I'm not, I'm not going to have Jackass Joe preach to me about protecting innocent life of children. I'm not. He is pro-abortion all the way up to and after birth, which we call infanticide. He doesn't think there ought to be any limits at all on abortion. So he's not going to stand in the White House that I pay for and lecture me about my gun that has never harmed anybody. He's not going to lecture me about the laws of innocent life. I'm so concerned. I can't believe the laws of innocent life. Oh, you're a jackass. You're a fascist dictator at this point. He doesn't care. If he cared, 
He'd be uh, pro-life. He's not pro-life. He's pro-Joe. He's pro-fascist dictatorship. That's what he's pro. Ray says America created globalism that hurts us by taking the high seas safe for commerce with our Navy. What country shares the costs? Let's see. All kinds of signs. Please be aware the staff at Centerpoint ISD is armed and will use whatever force necessary to protect our students. Amen for you folks in Centerpoint ISD. Another sign in comfort. Notice, be aware, safe mem- staff members may be armed and use will- whatever force is necessary to protect our students and staff. Right on. That's in comfort. That should be the case at every school in America. And until the liberals in this country get off their asses and realize that's exactly what it's going to take, arming the staff at the school, hardening the schools, steel doors so they can't, glass can't be shot at, that's exactly what it's going to take. They'll never do it, folks. The liberal left will never do it because this is a narrative that they are using for their grander purpose of taking all guns away so they can control your life. They have a grander purpose here in their mind. So, you know, collateral damage on down the line to get to our greater purpose. They know the answer of what it's going to take. And you know why I say they know the answer? Just go to their office. Go, go try to get into the White House right now and what's going to happen. No, you try it. You try it. Right now, drive to D.C. and say you want to come inside the White House. See what's going to happen to you. You're going to be met, first of all, will not even be able to get on the grounds because of big fence out there all the way around and barriers and barricades. There's all kinds of barricades around the White House. And then they've got doors that are gigantic and thick. And then, if you were able to get through one of those doors, they got all kinds of guys in there, got all kinds of guns. And I'm not talking about little P-Popper 22. I'm talking about big-ass guns going to shoot you dead before you get in there. And tell me something. Those three babies that died yesterday, is Joe Biden's life more important than theirs? Kamala Harris's life? Your life? my life, then why do they deserve all that protection and those babies don't? If their life is every bit as important as the people that we pay all that money to to protect the president, the vice president, and all these other folks, why don't we do the same protection for them? If their lives have the same value, then why don't we protect them the way Joe, and by the way, his crackhead son lives in Malibu, and right next door is a house full of Secret Service agents that watch him 24 hours a day to protect him. Is crackhead Hunter's life more important than those three babies from yesterday? I want you to think about that. Our priorities are seriously screwed up in this country. They know the answer. The answer is a hardened area and guys with guns because that's what they use to protect themselves and their family. Shouldn't our babies have the same thing, the same protection? They're protecting their kids. Their kids go to private school that have big guys with big guns in those schools. 
Shouldn't the babies in Tennessee and Texas, Minneapolis and Los Angeles get the same protection that they get? I want to tell you about Bridgehead IT. If you own a business or manage a business, Bridgehead IT can help maximize your company's efficiency without compromising quality. Trey Ware here, and I want you to call Wes Bunch and his team at Bridgehead IT. They offer highly flexible month-to-month agreements and no, ever, never, no long-term contracts. That means they have to earn your business every day, and boy, do they. They do process automation. They do business intelligence reporting. They do IT cost control and cybersecurity and so much more. Bridgehead IT, they are the experts of the best in the field. You get 24-7 IT support that you need when you need it. They understand business strategy, and they match your business goals to what you need in advance. Even during a hiring freeze when so much pressure is being put on your existing employees, they can help alleviate that pressure that's on your your current employees right now. With Bridgehead IT, they help you improve the bottom line. Bridgehead IT, 210-477-7999. Upgrade your home comfort with a carrier air conditioner. we got a couple of other topics I want to move on to. It's Ware and Ryan. Sean's off today. He'll be back tomorrow. Trey Ware, KTSA. We're at 737. Um, one more thing on the shooter in Tennessee yesterday. This person, uh, this woman, she was 28 years old, pretending to be a guy. Yeah, right. We call it trans terrorism, transgender terrorism, because, or I do. Because, you know, they, they wanted their day of vengeance and rage where they told them to go get your guns. You know, if a conservative did that or a conservative would go, go get your guns, let's have a day of rage. You know what ABC would be doing right now. Special break-ins. Aaron Katursky live. These conservatives, they want to kill everybody. We need to take guns away from law-abiding citizens across the land. Aaron Katursky, ABC News. But this person said, I'm planning to die today. You'll probably hear about me on the news to a friend of hers. Hmm. See, that's why I will not say their names. Their names will not cross my list because they want. They want the notoriety. They want the infamy. This was suicide by cop because she said, I'm going to die today. I need to die. I'm going to die, so on and so forth. But she decided, see, as all cowards do, they're not going to die alone. So they go to the schools where they know they can shoot people, particularly our kids, and they'll make it on the news if they go to the school and shoot kids. And they'll also going to be really famous because, you know, ABC, they're all going to talk about them all day long every day and show their picture. And they also know that they'll meet no resistance. Well, I, th- I say we change that. And a friend of mine just sent me a text and said, every school board member should be made to answer the question, do you support hardening the schools? And I add to that, even with guns, trained people who know how to shoot people and end it before they can take even one child's life all right um in fact jimmy let's go ahead and play what we did here what jimmy did was he put together the sound of kareem jean pierre and her statement at the white house along with this activist that showed up and i'm going to get to prop a in a second this activist that just so happened to be in the area this activist named ashby beasley who just so happened to be in the area where this shooting happened, was able to make it in front of the cameras right away, just as the shooting was concluding. Huh, that's interesting, isn't it? And Ashby Beasley, if you go to her Facebook page, she's a far-left anti-gun activist who goes to Congress and meets with Jerry Nads and all the other Democrats on the far left, the anti-gunner Democrats. She She's part of them. She's in the group. She's in the organization. And that's why she's got media training and was well, if you will, a spokesperson for the anti-gun crowd right there. Aren't you guys tired of being here 
part in having to cover all of these mass shootings. By Bipartisan Safer Communities Act legislation, he signed into law after the tragedies in Uvalde and Buffalo. I have been lobbying in D.C. since we survived a mass shooting in July. I have met with over 130 lawmakers. He also believes it's not enough. We must do more. And he wants Congress to act because enough is enough. How is this still happening? How are our children still dying and why are we failing them? In his State of the Union, the president called on Congress to do something to stop the epidemic of gun violence, tearing families apart, tearing communities apart. Gun violence is the number one killer of children and teens. It has overtaken cars. How many more children have, have to be murdered before Republicans in Congress will step up and act to pass the assault weapons ban? And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety legislation. Wow, to works. close loopholes in our background in our in our background check system. Or to require the safe storage of guns. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. Same word. We can't even pass gun safety like safe storage laws in this country mm. to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons wow. that they shoot each other with. Same words. Same words. Within an hour of each other, they had, right after the shooting, they had a anti-gun spokesperson named Ashby Beasley on the ground in Nashville. I know. She was just visiting a friend there. I know. She was visiting a friend, and a shooting happened there, and so she was able to go and be the spokesperson for the anti-gun crowd. I know. I know. That's how it, it just... As FDR said, all politics is coincidence. Oh, no, he didn't say that, did he? Proposition A is coming up next. We're going to talk about what business owners need to be doing right now to get ready for the passage of Proposition A. If you're a business owner or a manager, when I come back, I'm going to show you something that you need to be doing. Oh, and what's the latest with Austin and their lack of police officers up there? That's coming up as well. Stevens Roofing is your local roofer. Stay local. Go with the best in the business. That's Stevens Roofing at 210-785-0994. Stevens Roofing understands our crazy weather, particularly this time of year when we've got hailstorms and windstorms and thunderstorms and everything that blows through here. And they're not a fly-by-nighter. There's plenty of those out there that knock on your door. they got a magnet sign on the side of the truck hey we're gonna take care of your roof and the next thing you know they steal from you stevens will never do that because they're here they're live they're local they're with you all the time they're raising their families here in the community they're all about taking care of people in san antonio and the immediate surrounding area so if you need your roof inspected and we all do they don't charge you for that if you need repair or replacement they're going to talk with you about the best ways to get that done at stevens roofing 210-785-0994. I Trey Ware here. Do you know I've been around a long All right, 748 now. It's Ware and Rima. Sean's off today. He'll be back tomorrow. Trey Ware with you and Don Morgan. I got to talk with you here in a minute. And Jimmy T, I got to talk with you here in a minute. But first, I got some other stuff. Take care of 210-599-5555. Can somebody wake Don up over there? Because I got to, we got to get with him. First of all, Michael, you're on. Good morning, Michael. How are you, sir? Good morning. How are you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for your call. What's up? I just like to say that a gun-free zone, true definition, is a target-free atmosphere. Atmosphere. 
is a tar- it's a target rich atmosphere. Target rich atmosphere, yes, sir. Absolutely, not a target free. It's a target rich atmosphere. So when you say this is a gun free zone, what you're what you're doing is you're inviting people to come in there and pick off your targets that are there. And in this case, it's little children. And you know what's interesting, and Michael, thank you. What's interesting about this is, is the teachers, of all people, the teachers should be rising up. The teachers should be screaming, protect us. Every bank teller in America is protected because there's a guy in there with a gun, good guy with a gun. Let's see here. Rodney here, Fair Oaks resident behind Havelina Hardy-Davidson, thought I was going to tell you something you didn't know, but once again, you're on top of it. IRS targeting Matt T., Matt Taibbi. The IRS showed up at his house while he was testifying about uh, the fascist state uh, censoring people on Twitter. Matt Taibbi was the guy who exposed all that, and he was testifying before Congress. And while he was there, the IRS showed up at his house. Hey, Mr. Taibbi, we want to know about your little testifying before Congress. Make sure you're saying the right things. Oh, man, they're in full effect. The fascists are in full effect. This is from Bob do they really care about the kids? They push gun bans, yet they ignore the fentanyl epidemic and the open border. Well, that's right, Bob. I said this earlier today, and I'll say it again. First of all, Jackass Joe, I don't want to be lectured by somebody who's pro-abortion. And when he says, and Corrine Jean-Pierre says, how many children have to die before you take guns away from law-abiding people? Because that is what they're saying. I don't want to hear it, Joe. When we're talking about more than 100,000 of our children have died due to your fentanyl crisis has come across the border. Hey, Jackass Joe, why don't you talk about that? Why don't you do something about the fentanyl that's coming across the border, killing our children? More than 100,000. So when you get to 100,000 in the school shootings, then you can lecture us. But until then, you have no moral ground whatsoever to lecture us about gun control. Ray, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Yes, sir. Good morning. Any anytime you see a sign, you're in the area that reads "gun-free zone." The correct term is to, it's a target-rich environment. That's correct. Target-rich environment, and I agree with the fellow before me. It, it, it makes it a target-rich environment. That's just that's what terrorism and terrorists—they love that. Absolutely love right. That's exactly right, and that's why they don't go to banks. That's why this one wrote in the manifesto. There was another school I was going to, but you know what? It's well secured. I'm not going to go there. They know it. Hey, Arthur, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead. Well, everybody's talking about the six people that were murdered yesterday, but nobody's talking about the airliner crash yesterday caused by fentanyl. The airliner crash yesterday caused by fentanyl. Yeah. 300 people every day die from fentanyl. Oh, oh, yeah. No, I just did. I just I just did, Arthur. I've been talking about it all morning. I, I got you. I was, I was thinking he was talking about a real airliner. I'm like, whoa, hey, you know, I'm on top of the news. I live for this. What airliner where? You know, no, 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 no. I, I, I got what you were saying, 200 people every day. I've been talking about that, too. I just said right before you called, Arthur, I said this president has no moral ground to, uh, to, to lecture anybody because he's allowing the fentanyl crisis to go on, and he's pro-abortion, even infanticide. So, no, he's, he has no moral ground to talk to me about innocent life. I've never supported the taking of innocent life, not even once. Never. He does every day. By not doing anything about fentanyl and by, by, and by being pro-abortion, he supports the, the taking of it. He supports the murder of innocent life. So he has no moral ground to talk to me about what's going on in schools. None. Aaron says, since the woman pretended to be a man killed people, we better ban transgenderism. Okay. 
All right, so I'm going to get off for that uh, for just a couple of seconds and lighten the load just a little bit because that's heavy, man. And we're going to continue to get back in that a little bit later on. I've got Prop A stuff I want to talk about with what the governor is announcing he's going to do and what businesses need to do in response. Uh, but first, I just got to say, we the, the topic of botch, botulism came up yesterday and Botox, right? Yes. How did it come up, Jimmy? Do you remember how, how the whole thing got started? We were talking about Botox. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember how we got on to the Botox. Okay. Well, we were just talking about uh, cosmetic procedures, doing things cosmetically, oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. and all that kind of stuff. And I said, no, and I don't even want any botulism being shot into my face. Don said, it's not botulism. They're not going <laughs> to... I, I said the same thing. I said it was a low level of the the boat whatever toxins yeah, right. that allows you to plump but not so, give you full botulism. So then what happened was we had a bunch of doctors reach out to me and nurses who reached out to me yesterday and all of them said to a person, Hey look, yeah, there's a a certain amount of botulism that they have in the Botox shots. That's why, you know, it paralyzes the nerves in your face. That's what it does. That was the whole point of it. And it's, you know, and if you ever seen it done, I I'll never forget, here in the nineties, we had a guy who was selling commercials here and he sold some commercials to one of these places that does that, right? And he came to me one day and he says to me, Hey man, would you like to advertise for them and endorse them and i said i don't know i, I don't uh. he said well you can go get the shot and then decide whether or not you want to do it well first of all i don't have any lines in my forehead or didn't at the time i may have some now but at the time <laughs> i didn't have any lines in my forehead so there's no reason for me to do it right i was like no, I'm, I'm not really interested in doing this i don't want to inject my head with it or anything like that no nah, no no thank you man no nah, I, I don't think i'm going to do that and he went and did it that day that he was talking to me about this came in the next day and he looked like mad scientist his head was wide open he couldn't close his eyes <laughs> He's walking around like that, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I get home yesterday, and on the internet, on the New York Post, this story shows up. Botox alters brain activity connected to emotions. And so you read through this thing, and they did this big study, the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, you know, 4 million 4 million shots of this has been given. And they've gone through and they've done this big uh, story and, and, and research project on it. And what they show is, first of all, somehow when you get the shot, it affects some of the nerves actually in your brain that alters your ability to be able to understand the emotions from other people. Really? So Elaine says it's bullshoot. You said bullshoot, right? That is what you said. She said bullshoot. So anyway, the other thing that it does... <laughs> now get this. Now check this out. And this is real, Elaine. You can't call this bullshoot. When we look at other people, we emulate with our facial expressions theirs. We do it subconsciously. So if somebody's smiling... You smile. It's an old sales technique. You mirror the other person. It's an old sales technique. It's been around for a long time. So, Jimmy, in your case, well, Elaine, in your case, I have my hand on my, uh, you know, I've got my head in my hand, and I'm looking at you with a half-assed smile because that's the way you're looking at me. It's called mirroring. Elaine, we do I'm, it. I'm doing the same thing, Elaine. Yeah, you're doing the same thing. We're all <laughs> See, he just did it, too. It's called mirroring. It's, it's something that we do a lot of times subconsciously, but it relaxes us. What's, what starts you laughing more than anything else? Somebody laughing. 
That's why on TV they play laugh tracks, even though they don't have an audience there, they still play laugh tracks. And the same thing is true with anything else. Whatever somebody else is doing, you start to do, you emulate that. Nothing makes you laugh uh, harder than somebody laughing. Same is true with crying or whatever emotions that people have. Have you ever cried because somebody else is crying? How many movies have you cried at? Yes, absolutely right. Comedians are always funnier when they're in person, (laughs) when you're watching them, because the whole room is laughing. But here's the problem with the Botox. (laughs) <laughs> it is in a study. I'm not making it up, Elaine. It's not bullshit. Here's the problem with Botox. You can't tell what people's facial expressions are because <laughs> they're one, they're frozen. It's like this all the time. Step- they're facing yeah. it like this. So you're trying... <laughs> Stepford wives. In your head, you're trying to figure out what the emotion is, and you can't figure it out because they're like this. Their yeah. face is frozen in time because they got a bunch of botulism shot into it. And <laughs> You're looking at him. Do I laugh or do I cry? Do I smile? Do I frown? Do I pout? What do I do? I don't know. That's nonverbal communications 101. You're right. Keep your needle. I'll keep my lines. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. My name is Rochelle, a registered nurse for the past 20 years. Trey here. Sean is out today. He'll be back tomorrow. 806 now at KTSA. So we'll go back to the shooting. Got some more stuff to say about that. Always taking your calls at 210-599-5555. You can also text at that number as well if you prefer to do that. Either way, I'm cool with it. I prefer to talk to you. like the voice. And by the way, you can leave a pledge. I play the pledge at 550 and 650 every morning. And we got a voicemail for that at 210-654-5155. Did you ever figure out how to get in there? You're going to figure out how to get in there. You know, you're going to get it. Okay, good. All right, so you can leave it there on our voicemail. Now, let me talk about Prop A just a little bit. I'm getting a lot of questions about Prop A. Um, I want you to understand exactly what we're dealing with and what we're up against here with Prop A. I I want you to understand what's happening in other cities with Prop A so that you are better prepared to defend your property, to defend yourself, and to tell other people about what's going on, because here's what you're going to find as you talk to people about this, whether you're a business owner or you work somewhere or whatever, when you talk about Prop A and what they're trying to do to your beloved San Antonio, what you're going to find is people are going to stand there. First of all, a lot of times the reaction is, no, they're not going to do that. That's why we have all the content up on my page, the Treyware page, ktsa.com, with all the interviews, all the backgrounding, and all that kind of stuff. You can just direct people there, and they can listen to it. They can share it and all that kind of stuff. And then they will know exactly what needs to be said. It's a great uh, great way to be educated on, on this issue. And we all need to be educated. So educate yourself on Proposition A and what it really means and what it's really going to do. And that's why I talk about it a lot on my show. 6.08 every morning or as near to every morning as possible. I talk to people about it that are business uh, leaders or influence uh, uh, folks in the community, or I just lay it all out for you so that you understand clearly what Prop A is going to be. And I want you to understand again, too, that if you're in San Antonio or you know somebody who is, the last several elections, 87% of registered voters have chosen to set it out and not even go vote. That's not going to work. When you have 11 to 13% showing up in municipal elections, of course the bad guys are going to win, and how do they win? Well, what they do is they have armies of streetwalkers. I call them political prostitute streetwalkers because that's what they are. They're prostituting themselves for politics. And the last time that Ron Nuremberg won against Greg Brockhouse, it was tops. 
Texas organizing project that was a difference maker. They were the political prostitute streetwalkers who went out and knocked on the doors for him. Hey, you got to vote for the mayor. Vote for the mayor. And he promised them all kinds of stuff like days off for workers and all this other kind of stuff that he promised them he was going to do. Well, in this instance, he's getting asked for SA to be a streetwalkers, and he's promising them that he's going to get rid of cops. And if Prop A passes, it will get rid of cops. It's not about the dope. It's not about abortion. In fact, I just received an email a couple of minutes ago, and I want to read it to you because this is what you're hearing in the mainstream. Good morning, Trey. This is from a guy named Richard. I had Channel 4 on while getting ready for work. They talked about Prop A, but did not even mention that crimes under 750 will not be prosecuted. No, they're not going to mention that. The mainstream media is not going to talk about that because they know if they talk about that, if people find out that crimes under 750 are going to be what's called cite and release, but it, there's no cite and release when there's no cops to cite anybody. When there's no cops to do the citing, then the, you know there's no cite and release. And, and Ron knows that. And the rest of the city council who put this on, put it on the, the election for this coming May, they know that as well. And they're cool with that. They're cool with the sleight of hand. They're, they're cool with, with the magic that they're playing here with the sleight of hand, not allowing all the information to get out there. Why do you think their side is being so quiet? They don't want you to know. So for business owners and I'm a business owner, I would recommend to you to have gigantic signs made up to put on the front of your business, no masks allowed. No masks allowed. And here's why. If Prop A passes and they start to do the smash and grab stuff, which they've done in every other city that they've gone soft on crime in, when they start to do the smash and grabs, they put their hoodies on and they wear a mask, and boy, we can wear a mask in society today because, boy, it's the COVID time. But all they're there to do is to hide their face and to hide their, 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 their look so that they can smash and grab and steal from you. No mask allowed. Don't come in here with a mask. If you see somebody come in your, your, your place of business with a mask, you tell them to take it off. If they won't take it off, you ask them to leave. Because at this point, people aren't wearing masks because of COVID. They're wearing masks to hide themselves in the Jesse James days and the train robber days when you covered your face with a mask. That's the first thing I recommend to businesses. No more masks. You don't come in here with a mask on. And the second thing I want to tell you about is something the governor did today. And, and feel free to jump in here at any time at 210-599-5555. The governor today announced that he is instructing the DPS, the state police force, the DPS, to go into Austin and, and essentially be what, you know, they call them a support unit to Austin PD, but really to be the PD force in Austin. Why? Because there's no more PD in Austin. They're running them all off. This whole concept of going soft on crime. Remember, Austin was the first city in Texas to defund the police, and then they put the funding in. Well, everybody left. And that's what you see in city after city after city after city that goes soft on crime, police officers split. And if I told you the numbers of people that have contacted me that are police officers in San Antonio that are going to leave when this passes, it would shock you. I'm not allowed to tell you their names, you know, because they ask me, please don't say my name, I'll get fired. Ron will fire police officers if they say anything about this. And he will. He'll tell Eric Walsh, get rid of them. 
I heard so-and-so on Trey's show. They'll get rid of them. This is what we're up against, folks. This is where we are. And so the, the governor today has sent the DPS to Austin because they've so depleted the police force in Austin that the DPS has to be Austin police officers now. And that is part of the program here. Part of the program that the Soros people are attempting to do, and, and, and by the way, Ron's a Soros guy, Joe Gonzalez is a Soros guy, is to collapse the local police forces so they can put a federalized Gestapo-like police force in place in the local communities. And they take over all local policing. Well, in Austin, it's the state that's now putting the DPS in for the Austin cops up there. Is that the city you deserve? Is that the city you want? Let me go to Mike. You're on KTSA. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to talk about uh, the Joe Biden. Um, yeah, uh, you know, because I because I know that you know, you're not going to see this type of coverage. CNN didn't even uh, bother to cover this guy yesterday. Uh, did you Did you see what this guy did yesterday? He he basically insulted all those families of those kids that got killed yesterday. This guy, like I said, he came out and talked about ice cream, laughing and joking around. Hey Mike. Before he hey even, Mike. Mike, yeah. hang on. You want to hear it? Huh? You want to yeah. hear it? Cut four, yeah, Jimmy. Ahead. Let's roll it. Here he is right here. Yeah. Go ahead. My name is Joe Biden. I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think I'm kidding. I'm not. God. Ben, how are you, pal? One of the best guys in the United States Congress, Ben Cardin. Folks, uh, welcome to the White House. It's a delight to have you all here. And who are those good-looking kids back there? <laughs> Do your kids, all four of them? Well, stand up, guys. All right, so, Mike, there you have it. That was his response to the shooting in Tennessee. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Mm-hmm. I want to remind, I heard somebody say on your radio show a couple of months ago that that uh, that Joe, uh, Joe Biden's family, his wife, and anybody associated with Joe Biden ought to be arrested for elderly abuse. What what Joe Biden, this man here is, you you seen yesterday, anybody who needed further evidence to see that Joe Biden is not capable of doing being the most powerful man in the world. You got your answer yesterday. When you We're not talking about a six-year-old kid out on the podium talking about ice cream. We're talking about a 78-year-old man embarrassing not only himself, but the United States of America talking about ice cream after six people just got gunned down in Nashville, Tennessee. And I thank you for taking my call this morning. Thank you, Mike. Be safe out there. Victor, you're on KTSA. Go for it, sir. Yeah, I don't watch KTSA, but uh, last night I did because Colin Beard is on uh, Joe Gonzalez for a lot of corruption. I want to know if you saw that. Well, it wouldn't be KTSA. You meant KSAT. And uh, and, oh, and KTSA. Joe, Gon- yeah. Joe Gonzalez for cor- corruption? Yeah, a lot of people are oh. quitting on him, and it's just a hostile environment. It was a... It's a pretty good segment. It's going to be on again tonight. So, All right. Thank you, Victor. Appreciate it very much. Quick break. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. If you have a tub or shower that's the old style that you have to step over to get in, look, you really ought to consider getting rid of that. And our friends over at Safe Showers, Chris and Joan Edlin, can help you get rid of it with a brand-new low-step-up entry non-slip floor shower. And they can do a great job. They completely remove your old tub or shower right down to the studs. They put in this gorgeous new shower in one or two days. Doesn't take them long at all to do it. 
has a low step-up entry, slip-resistant floors. It has beautiful seating if you want that, shelving if you want that, grab bars if you want grab bars for safety. You do all kinds of stuff with lighting and various fixtures. You design this thing for what you want. They bring it over. They take out what you have now and put this in there. Customization options like crazy, and right now they're taking $500 off the top. Mention Trayware, they take another $500 off, so now you're $1,000 off, plus six months, zero down, zero interest financing is available, too, from Safe Showers. Get a Safe Shower that looks great, and it's much safer, too, from Safe Showers at 210-655-1111. Going to be partly cloudy today, about 72. Cloudy tomorrow, about 70. 64 right now at KTSA. Good morning. They just cleared that trouble spot on two. Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. Oh, so I shouldn't have done that. Is that what you're saying? I'm going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> I'll tell you about this in just a second. And we have the story from Joe Gonzalez Soros. Any of them that were elected by Soros... I hyphenate the name, <laughs> like Kim Gardner Soros up in uh, St. Louis, and Joe Gonzalez Soros here, who's bought and paid for by George Soros. Hey, Sam, you're on KTSA. What's up, man? Well, it's funny you say that, because I was going to say that uh, Chief, M- Chief McManus Soros, who uh, doesn't do, m- I guess he's taking his marching orders from them, uh, the mayor and uh, Soros DA, that... Uh, not to arrest or do anything with the homeless people, encampments. Uh, um, you know that that's become a big problem, and you, they they show it on the news all over town. Yeah. An encampment here, an encampment there. The police don't do nothing about it. It has to be the homeowners that have to go in there and clean the the mess up and get them out. And the councilmen don't even do anything about it. Oh man, you know what, Sam? It's only going to get worse when there's no police at all. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. When there's no police at all, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. I'm told, and I, I don't know, he didn't tell me this, okay? So I, I'm not saying this came from McManus, So, uh, but I'm told that he's not allowed to speak on political matters or they will fire him. This is the game they're playing. And I know that they've told officers that because I've had way too many police officers reach out to me and say, I have been told that if I say anything at all about Proposition A, I'm going to be fired. I will be removed from the police force. Because that's what Proposition A is about, so you might as well get all about it soon enough. Start firing them now, right? Chief McManus has done a lot for this city. I don't have to question his intentions, but I bet his hands are tied, like you just said, and he just can't do anything. I, that, doesn't, that doesn't surprise me. You know, It would not surprise me if they called him in at some point and they told him, you'll lose your gig if you say anything. I, I wouldn't. That's not going to surprise me at all. You'll lose your gig if you say anything about this. Now they've already been going soft on crime over at the uh, over at the Bear County Sheriff's Office because Javier Salazar is all about this. He would rather do a political prosecution and go after Ron DeSantis over in Florida. Ooh, because he flew some people to Martha's Vineyard. I'm going to get him. Meanwhile, you got guys driving around here doing all kinds of terrible things. And oh well, I'm more concerned about Ron DeSantis. This is what we're dealing with. So apparently the story on KSAT goes like this. Hostile and toxic. Employees tee off on Bear County DA Gonzalez administration in exit interviews. Employees who recently left the Bear County District Attorney's office described a hostile and toxic work environment, says KSAT, hampered by harassment and a lack of communications and accountability, according to resignation letters and exit interviews obtained by KSAT Investigates. KSAT reviewed a total of more than 100 resignation letters and exit questionnaires submitted by DA staffers who left the agency within the past year. 
Some employees had nothing but good things to say about their experiences, but a large uh, contendent laid out concerns ranging from low pay to divisions run by favoritism. Bear County District Attorney Joe Gonzalez did not respond to repeated questions sent via email for this story and attempted to duck questions from KSAT Investigates during a recent public appearance. Well, isn't that interesting? Public servant not ready to answer the public. I bet you, do you think, so if KSAT calls, he doesn't answer the phone. Or if he's in a public appearance, if KSAT wants to ask a question, he ducks. Do you think he'd take a call from George Soros, the boss? you think if the boss called, he'd take that call? Melissa Sines, former prosecutor who resigned her position late last year after being elected judge, County Court 2, wrote in her exit questionnaire that administrative decision-making and a lack of written policies about how to handle cases were her least favorite parts of working for the DA. And got all kinds of this, that, and the other. Well, I got to say, I'm shocked. I'm just surprised. Employees writing about workplace PTSD and environment at times is hostile and it's toxic at the DA's office. Yeah, if you're a little too conservative down there, they're going to give you a bunch of hell. The county and DA's office laden with mean girl behavior known as relational aggression. Wow. Bullying. Bullying. The behavior was acceptable by management, and management participated in the behavior. Management participated in the mean girl behavior. Okay, so what's the deal, Joe? Did you bring in a bunch of, did you bring in now middle school drama into the DA's office? Is that what we're dealing with? Yeah, but he won't respond to my text, and I don't like his posts on Facebook. I would have been a lifer if it wasn't for this, the way he's handling business down there. I would like to be considered for promotion or at least put into a position or better prepared for promotion. But I was not, most likely because of my military service. Ooh, somebody served in the military and didn't feel like they were going to get promoted because they served in the military. Joe doesn't like the military. Did he serve in the military? I don't know. I know Soros don't like our military. <laughs> so how could he possibly like our, at least publicly he couldn't like our military because the boss doesn't like our military. And if the boss doesn't like our military, well then, you know. The underlings can't possibly like our military. Well, that's all interesting. Thanks for KSAT and uh, for exposing all that that's going on down there. We'll continue to follow it. Apparently, it's going to be back on uh, on their show a little bit later on. Um, <coughs> let's see here. <coughs> Excuse me. This is from Linda, and it's a text at 210-599-5555. How specifically to get your page to share with peeps via the phone? I can't. I uh, can't get to it. Keep up what you do. I listen every single morning starting at 5. Linda, thank you. Linda, appreciate it very, very much. Um, what you can do is if you go to the Trayware page at ktsa.com, you're asking about how to share the content concerning Proposition A. That's a great idea. You can just go into the bar, the address bar at the top. You can copy it and then go to your Facebook page and just right-click and paste it there. I believe that's going to be the most efficient way to share it. I don't see, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if we got a share button on our page. I just go, I always just go to the address bar, copy the address bar, put it into where I want to, and then, and then share it there. Okay. And thank you very much for doing that because it's all about informing people. Miss Maggie says, be blessed. And Miss Maggie, right back at you, be blessed. You want to be blessed next time you buy a Ram truck? 
Make sure you go to Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels. They're going to bless you with great service, the best selection, and lower prices than you're going to find anywhere. That's why year in and year out, time and time again, Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram is the number one volume Ram truck dealer in all of Texas. And that's saying something when you consider how big Texas is and all the Ram truck dealers are in Texas and it's little old Blue Bonnet right there in downtown New Braunfels that just beats the shorts out of all of them because it's the best environment, they have the best selection, and always the best prices. And you just kind of get friendly with the guys. They're just really nice guys to work with. They make it really easy to buy a truck or an SUV or a car or a van or whatever from them at Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels. And right now, right now, you get a free year of oil changes and wash tub car washes and the best value on your trade-in right now. So check them out. That's Blue Bonnet Chrysler Dodge Ram in New Braunfels, where price is the difference. Texas. Now, it's more important than ever to have... Yeah, let's do that. Hmm. It's Warren Rima. Sean's off today. He'll be back tomorrow. Trey Ware here at KTSA with you. He's Don. There's Jimmy. And there's Elaine right over there. 210-599-5555. Hey, got an idea. I just want to run a couple of things by you. And you can jump in here either on the phone and let's talk at 210-599-5555. You can also text me. Joe immediately yesterday started to say, well, after he did this whole stupid thing about ice cream, He immediately started to say, you've got to pass my assault weapons ban so that no more kids will get killed in schools. First of all, do you believe that? Do you believe that's the answer by all of us who have ARs or rifles because there is no such thing as an assault weapon? It doesn't exist. It is a term, it's a political term that was made up by the fascists in our government who want to take your guns away so they can control your life. That's all it is. And when you hear Joe refer to it, yesterday he called it an AK-40. That's what he called it, an AK-40. But when you hear somebody say an AR is an assault rifle, it is not that. That's a political term. Assault rifle is a political term. They made it up. They pulled it out of their butts in order to scare people so that they could say, you need to, and the liberals, they love it. You know, those suburban women who are liberals to the core, like the shooter's mama, who has posts all over her social media about we got to get rid of guns and her daughter at 28 years old goes to a shoot goes to a school and kills three kids and three administrators i i would i would like to propose to joe something he's never done in all of his political career and i'm just curious what you think about it joe you ought to lead by example if you want me to give up my guns, even though I've done nothing, I've, I've never harmed anybody with my gun. Now, I will if I have to, but I haven't. If you want me to give up my guns and you want my friends to give up their guns, you want everybody listening to my voice right now all over America to give up their guns, well, Joe, you lead by example. I challenge you, Joe. Come to the podium today. This morning at night, well, you don't get up. You don't get up till like noon. After you get up and you've had your Gerbers, come to the podium and say, "Folks, I've decided. I've made a decision that if if I'm going to leave children in the schools as a gun-free zone, and I demand that we not have any more protection for children, and that you don't have any protection for your own family, I'm not going to have any protection for my family either." So. 
those 28 agents that live next door to my son in Malibu, California, I'm, I'm getting rid of them. I'm going to fire all the Secret Service. I'm firing all the Secret Service. And here at the White House, we'll lock the doors at night, but we're no longer going to keep these doors that are secure and metal and concrete backed to keep people from being able to get into the White House. And I'm going to fire all the Secret Service who surround me here at the White House because I really believe that I need to lead by example. And, you know, to tell you the truth, my life is no more important than the lives of those three babies who died in Tennessee yesterday. We're all the same, you know. We're all God's children. So if I'm going to demand that they be vulnerable and without the protection of guns around them, well, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get rid of the guns that surround me every minute of every day. My wife my children, my children's children, everybody around me, I'm going to fire all the Secret Service agents. They will no longer have that kind of protection because I'm demanding it of you. I demand it of you. I'm demanding that our children be placed in schools every day where they are sitting ducks in a gun-free zone. Well, I'm going to be a sitting duck in a gun-free zone. That's exactly what I'm going to be. I'm going to lead by example. 210-599-5555. Hey, Craig, go right ahead. Hey, good morning. Good talking to you again. Yeah, this is. I saw a car yesterday that had a bumper sticker that says, uh, get rid of gas and live forever, and it was on a big old Jeep. And it's the same kind of thing that Joe Biden and all these people who haven't lived in the real world who say AR-40, they just, they just don't understand. AK-40. You know, like, AK-40, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they, they don't they don't understand anything about these weapons. You know, he keeps talking about clips in large capacity magazines and you know the thing is Oh yeah, no, guys, no, he talks about he talks about ten bullets in a round. Yeah. <laughs> ten bullets. Yeah. Ten bullets in a round. The yeah. thing is is he can pass they can pass something like Clinton did, it's not gonna stop the criminals from doing the work. Nope. They, they just want to dis, disarm law-abiding citizens, right? And it's right. It, something's going to happen. It's, it's not going to be good. I'm, I'm actually for the first time ever. I'm afraid in this country. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it, Craig. Miss Maggie says here, I'm clapping my hands for you. Well, thank you, Maggie. I appreciate that. But that's not the point. The point is. These politicians, you see, that's there, there's a difference. These politicians who demand these things of us, like. You need to drive around an electric vehicle. Well, let me tell you something. They haven't created an electric beast. You know what the beast is? That's the car that he rides around, and it's got all the steel and everything. They haven't created an electric beast, and they're not going to be able to. They're not going to be able to. And he's going to get on a blue and white airplane that you and I pay for, and he flies all over the place. In fact, every weekend, he gets on a helicopter and flies to Delaware. Every weekend, he takes off. And he flies in a helicopter, spewing all that black stuff all in the air. It's not about that, folks. Please believe me when I tell you he's a fascist dictator who is trying to take your rights, your freedom, your protection away from you so that they can control you. You heard the latest, right? You know what they're doing now? After he went after your gas stove, he's not giving his up, neither is Jennifer Granholm. After they went after your vehicle, oh, you got to drive an electric vehicle, you can bet that Corvette is going to live in his garage till the man dies. He's not going to give up that Corvette, and it burns a lot of gas every time he gets in it, right? After they went over your wa- went after your washing machine, and Maytag now says you'll have to wash your clothes four times to get them clean. 
clean. He just is issuing brand new orders about air conditioners. That's right. You're going to have to burn up in your home because a little piss-out air conditioner is not going to keep you nice and cool in the summer in South Texas. But he doesn't care. He's not giving up squat. Him and the rest of the fascists who are running our government right now, they're not giving anything up, and they've made that perfectly clear. They're keeping all these things that they're keeping you from having. Hey, Ed, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Um, I guess it's no surprise that nobody's pointed out that the public two-year and four-year schools in California, the colleges and universities in California, geez. I'm sorry, in Texas, uh, have had campus carry for several years. Uh, and I don't hear any incidents being reported at all. Absolutely not. And, Ed, I'll tell you, I was one on the forefront of leading for campus carry. I talked about it a lot. It took me back when, in the 1990s, we were fighting for the license to carry here in the state of Texas. And I would have even so-called conservatives who listened to my show at that time in the in the 1990s they would call me and say yeah but we're gonna if you, if you approve uh, people you know license to carry th- then you're gonna have you know b- blood up to a horse's nose flying flo- flowing in the streets people are gonna be dying every- they're gonna be shootouts it's gonna be the they used to love to say it's gonna be the old wild west shootouts everywhere well that hasn't happened the only wild west shootout you have are the criminals in town that's the Wild West you got. And then at Campus Carry, same thing happened, man. Same thing. And I fought it on the air. It was crazy. It's kind of like what I'm doing with Prop A right now. I talked about it every day. And, you know, their, their line then was, well, you know these students, they're just kids. They're going to get drunk. Like all of them get drunk. I'm insulted by that. I have kiddos. They're going to get drunk, and then they're going to go into the classroom, and they're going to be mad at the teacher. This is what people would actually tell me. They're going to be mad at the teacher for their grades, and they're going to shoot the teacher in the head. You know that's going to happen, right? You know that's going to happen. Do you know how many times that's happened since they approved campus carry in Texas? Exactly zero. Exactly zero. And I don't know what streets you drive on, but the streets that I drive on, they don't have any flowing blood flowing up to a horse's mane on the streets that I drive on. I don't know, no blood out there at all. That's the hyperbole of the left who wants you to be disarmed so they can control you. And I just, you know, I'll go back to this. I'm going to play this cut seven. I was just really interested in this, man, because immediately after this shooting at the school yesterday, I want you to hear this, because immediately after this shooting at the school, the gun-grabbing lobby had a lobbyist on the ground ready to speak to the media. It just was the weirdest thing to me. Now, the person is Ashby Beasley, and she has been all over D.C. It's all over her Facebook page and everywhere else. She's an anti-gun, anti-gun, and she's met with all the anti-gun Democrats in D.C. They're all buddy buds, and Barack Hussein Obama, he puts out her tweets and stuff. He retweets her and all that kind of stuff and supports her. She's well-trained in how to speak the company line on we all have to give our guns up. She's an anti-gunner. She, she, she knows all the talking points. And she was positioned there yesterday. She said because she was visiting people in town. I'm visiting people in town, and it just so happened there was a shooting here. And it just so happened it was right there where she was. And it just so happened she ended up 
on camera as an anti-gun spokesperson yesterday. Aren't you guys tired of covering this? Aren't you guys tired of being here and having to cover all of these? Are contributing to the border crisis and fentanyl? We are arming cartels with our guns and our goose. The government gun laws, is. And these shootings and these mass shootings will continue to happen until our lawmakers step up and pass gun safety <coughs> legislation. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this was an unsecured weapon that this teenager got a hold of. Not a teenager. We can't even pass gun safety, like safe storage laws in this country to protect kids from getting a hold of weapons. That they shoot each other with. All right, Karen, that's enough. Um, Jimmy did a mashup between Karine Jean-Pierre and her, and they were speaking at essentially the same time and the same words. I mean, it's the exact same words. So this person was there, and I, you know, okay, she just happened to be in the area visiting some friends when the shooting happened and immediately was on TV being interviewed by the major networks, and you just heard it, as an anti-gun spokesperson. She's a lobbyist. How did she end up there? Of all places in the world, how did she end up there with this shooting at the school yesterday? Well, just visiting friends, that's all. I was just visiting friends. Listen, I'll, I'll say this one more time, and then I'm going to take your calls at 210-599-5555. As far as Jackass Joe is concerned, I'm not going to be lectured. By a guy who is, I'm not going to be lectured about, about taking of innocent life by a guy who is pro-abortion all the way up to infanticide, which is after the child is born, letting the child expire. I'm not going to be lectured by somebody, and that's Joe, who supports that. And I'm certainly not going to be lectured by a guy who refuses to do anything about the millions of pounds of fentanyl that are coming into our country every year, killing about 100,000 plus of our children in the United States. You want to address that, Joe? When you say to me, or you say to this nation, how many more children have to die in this senseless violence of the schools before you give your guns up, before our Republicans will pass laws to take your guns away? How many more children have to die from fentanyl poisoning, Joe, coming across the border after you opened up the border? How many more babies have to die in abortuaries because you support abortion all the way up to infant infanticide, Joe? How many? They don't lecture me, big boy. Sit down and shut up. Back in just a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. I'm going to tell you about Amogee Bank. True, truly good people over at Amogee Bank. The people who care about your family and people who care about your family business. If you've got a family business that you are trying to build right now, or maybe you have an idea, and you just don't know how to get it started, how to get it off the ground, how to fund it, and what to do, I recommend a call or a visit with my friends at Amogee Bank. This is where they really have focused their business. They can take care of all kinds of banking issues that you may have with your business of any kind, and certainly your your personal family business, of course. But when it comes to family-run businesses, man, do they know what they're doing. They have focused in on this, so they know the challenges of family-run businesses. They know how to overcome those challenges, and they know how to take your family-run business to the next level. And I believe in Amogee Bank. It started out over a decade ago, personal family business. Now we have business business with Amogee Bank and so much more, and I believe in them. I believe that they are solid and strong with more than $12 billion in assets. I have faith and trust and confidence in David McGee and the team at Amogee Bank. Amogee N.A., member FDIC, equal housing lender. Mr. Electric, make sure your home has a good... News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Yeah, and I'm going to hang out after the 9 o'clock to uh, cover for Sean for a little while anyway this morning. So let's cover a couple of phone calls quickly. Leela, you're on KTSA with Trey. Hi, Leela. Hi. Hi, Ray. 
Trey, thank you. You're you're hitting on all cylinders again as usual. Uh, I just wanted to say I remember a picture that I saw mm, many moons ago uh, of a of an Israeli school teacher with a rifle slung across her back, and I yeah. bet she knew how to use it. And you don't hear about school shootings there. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I've been there a couple of times, and I can tell you between the ages of 18 and 20, you're in the military. You have no choice, and you keep your weapon with you forever, wherever you go. So you go to a restaurant. They all have long guns on their backs, and you know what? Can't be in a more safe place. Thank you for the call. PJ, you're on. Go ahead. Hey, uh, I just wanted to give a good example. We spend a lot of time in New Zealand, and they had a cyclone over there wiped out all their emergency service communications and uh, guess who they don't allow handguns they don't allow rifles except for hunting and guess who had the weapons and were uh, looting and stealing the uh, the gangs mm. yeah of course well they don't give theirs up <laughs> and neither does the government thank you very much pj after nine o'clock i'm going to expose another side of this that has not been talked about yet okay this is a side of this that, I, that I'm really very concerned about as we look across the, the landscape on what's happening to a particular group of people, and it feeds into the shooting yesterday. And then I've got the results. I'm also going to discuss about this Wall Street Journal investigation that they did, and, and it was more like polling, about how the United States is experiencing a crisis of faith in itself and our patriotism is down as well so i'll do that when i hang out for sean coming up next here on ktsa